There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, people. Welcome to the No Bullshit Guide to Life with me, Bangs in a Barn in London. And me, Lamara, over in New York. Hey! hey. What's going what's on? Up, what's up? What's up? I'm good, man. Good. I'm calm. Good living, top billing, chilling like a villain, all of that. Wow. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I went there. Um, how are you? You know, same old, same old, drinking, smoking, straight West Coast in all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Always. As you yeah. know, it's just yeah. my life, Lamar. It's just my life. I'm just cruising yeah. around these streets in a low rider, just living. Has today been a good day? Today was a good day? <laughs> it was a great day. I didn't have to use my AK, so, you know. Right. Wonderful. Um, just, you know, for the, for the purposes of any law enforcement listening, I do not, in fact, own an AK. Um, no. I have, I have no intention of doing so. Disclaimer. Yeah. Disclaimer. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, well, life's good. Life's right. good. Yeah, man. I'm feeling it. Like, I know I say this every week, but New York really changes when a little piece of sunshine comes out and I am made with melanin people. So that's always very, very good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so New York's getting nice and pretty. Uh, I was walking around Williamsburg yesterday, checking out this thing called the Smorgasbord, which is like this big, basically, borough market, stuff in my face. I'm good. I am good. On the topic of sunshine... Uh, London doesn't have any? No, it it made an appearance this week. Shut up. And you know how you know? Because, I obviously, I live in a bit of a posh twatty area um, where you have to be a, a member of a private garden. If you want access to a garden, you have to pay. Um, I am one of said twats who pays for that. <laughs> um, so, and, and literally only because it's across the road, literally across the road from my house. Um, so anyway, I was like, I took my dog in there uh, the other day when some sunshine made some appearance. You know it's sunny because someone was like, this woman was lying out on a sun lounger in a bikini. My girl was like, about this? my what girl about this? wasted no time. Stop. Don't do that to yourself. She right? was like living like, like she's straight up in the Bahamas. For real, this is not Malibu Beach, bruv. Like, and I'm telling you, like, it's when it starts with flip flops. When I see people rocking flip flops, I know that's it. That's open season. It's fair game for the tops, the bikinis, and the batty riders to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh god, we're already there yet. One quick aside. So this is how my brain works, people. You were talking about park. And I know when you go to the park, you walk in your dog. Your dog is called Stringer Bell. Stringer Bell reminded me of someone from The Wire that I met this week. I just, look, I hate you already. I don't want to hear this story. <laughs> I just hate you. But go on, tell it's it. Not- tell it. I'm sure people want to hear it. I'm sure other people want to hear it. So let's just, yeah, I mean, every, for the purpose of everyone but bangs, you know, as you do walking around Williamsburg, people, I was just walking there and I was like, I saw this guy cute guy sitting down cup of coffee and I was like he looks very familiar it's only bloody Michael K Williams aka Omar from the flipping wire just sitting by the seafront drinking drinking a mocha cappuccino let me tell you people 
he is as beautiful in life as you think on screen with all the added charm like chocolate caramel sugar on top yes he's lovely very nice. I didn't want to be all up in his business. He was on the phone. We had a little nice word exchange. I was like, you good? He's like, yeah, I'm good. You good? I was like, yeah, I'm so great. And then we just kept it moving. But he's a very nice guy. Sure Sorry. he is. Sorry. Bang. Sure he is. If, if you look and see the text exchange between me and Banks after I told her this, it was, I'm, I'm actually surprised we're recording a show today. She was just like, I'm, I'm done with you, Lamara. I'm done. What made me laugh, though, is that you felt the need to explain to me who Michael K. Williams was. Like I wouldn't... <laughs> A.K.A. Omar from the White. Oh, really? The, to oh, the girl really? who has a dog named Stringer Bell. I surely wouldn't know. Surely wouldn't know who Michael K. Williams is. But okay, sure. For those of you who don't actually know who Michael K. Williams is, he also played Chalky White in that um, that other show. Yeah. Oh, so Boardwalk Empire, the that show, one. the name that one. Yeah. Well, the Wire, he's better known for The Wire and a few yeah. other roles. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway. But he's great. Yeah, that reminds me of one time when I was in New York. And um, Bodhi from The Wire walked past this restaurant Shut I was up. in and I completely lost my shit. And um, my friend who I was with at the time, I was like, oh my God, I have, I, can I, like, I was literally eating dinner. And I was like, I have to run and go and say, and he was like, sit your ass down. Why, not gonna, <laughs> you are not leaving mid-meal to go and chase Bodhi down the street. But I surely would have done it. Had I not been in company, I surely would have been there and there would be selfies yeah. as my avatar on everything right now. Listen, the fact I question that person's friendship and appreciation mm. to you for not letting that happen. But yeah. it is, it's like one of those, it's, God, it's that cliche, it's a New York thing, right? But mm. I think the sun is bringing the celebrities out. Um, so yeah, stay yeah. tuned. It might become a whole segment, Lamara's Celebrity Corner. Actually, the minute I say that, I'm never going to see another famous soul on this earth. But anyway, anyway, yeah. um, let's get into it. Bangs? Yes. Bullshit, good shit. Okay, I'm going to call bullshit this week on the British government. Oh, God. I'm <laughs> sipping my tea. People brace yourself because, you know... Sip it long and hard because... When Bang starts going in on the government, let's go. Why bullshit on the government? <sighs> Just bullshit on the government. listen. I mean, oh. this whole Panama Papers shit, I can't... <laughs> I just, I'm not even going to get, like, I can't get too deep into it because truthfully, you just reach a point where you have to stop reading because your rage level is just heart attack inducing after a certain point. But there was some, one of these old farts in, um, the, in Parliament said this week, because I, I can't tell you which one it is, because really, let's be honest, all old white dudes just look the same. Let's be real. They're just That's all... Funny old and have like this gray skin tone and are bald with glasses so i can't tell one from the other to be quite honest with you i don't know who this dude was but anyway he was he basically obviously he's a tory and was defending david cameron and his whole argument was you know people just can't stand to see wealth like they're they're envious of it that like i can't remember what his whole thing was but this the levels of bullshit within that argument are too much for me to handle this very notion that we're just jealous of david cameron the prime minister because he's rich um we're just envious like listen if i don't like beef am i jealous of cows you know what i'm saying there's an argument (laughs) i really wish you would have said pork i really wish you would have said it it makes no sense at all like it's not that we're envious of David Cameron. It's the fact that he accrued this wealth through not illegal means, but he's benefited from, you know, family money. And 
how is this? He's done that all the while slashing benefits for people who mm -hmm. are really in need of it. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm sorry we haven't all managed to inherit hundreds of thousands of pounds that we can just store in offshore bank accounts and shit you and know, evade tax with. I should and be so lucky. I'm sorry that the rules apply to you a different way that they apply to everyone else and all these freaking rich Tory bastards who are just steeped in money and have absolutely no idea what it's like for a regular person trying to, to survive on minimum wage or benefits because they're disabled and can't work or whatever the case may be and then to have the audacity to stand in parliament and say that we're jealous we're just jealous and envious of it oh do fuck off please all of you thank you and good night that's and what i call bullshit on this week. i hear you i i second that you know i'm not mad at your money i'm mad at how you got your money thank you you know like let's be very very clear here woe is me what kind of first world upper class problem is that you're just mad and you're salty because I'm rich and you're not yeah mm, the inequalities here just go on forever now nah, I'm done I'm done with I that government I just can't I just I've had I just you know I just I Dave literally is such had to a funny guy he's such oh. a funny guy it's like I'm just waiting for the next thing to come out and be like surprise yeah right surprise how much more can this, this how much more can this dude get away with also shout out to everybody who was out marching and protesting yesterday i, I did not get there and i feel really bad about that but um there were thousands of people on the streets in london and in leeds my big up to my parents who were out marching on the streets of leeds yesterday i'm so proud of them um and i just want to sorry to be on the soapbox for a second but there are elections here in the uk on yes. may the 5th they are local elections and yes. they are freaking important please yes. I beg of you, if you are not registered to vote, you have till tomorrow, Monday, the 18th of April, to do that. There are people who are literally fighting and dying around the world to have this very basic right, which we have and take for granted every day. I'm sorry to be preachy and soapboxy about it, but please use your vote and let's, however we can, get however these Tory can. bastards out of, this, out of this government. We need to, and please. And to tag onto that, sorry, <clears throat> Brits abroad. You can register too. Preach I did it. it. Listen, I did it this week. Brits abroad. All it takes is a couple clicks on the direct gov website. Say how you want. Do you want someone to go and, and, and do the ballot for you? Do you want to do it electronically or do you want to do it by post? Don't do it by post. That's long. It's never going to get there. But Brits abroad, step up your game too. I registered and re-registered this week um, because democracy is important, y'all. Yeah. Um, right. Okay, so, and just excuse me while I dismount my soapbox. <laughs> and give it to me. <laughs> Double backflip, ended on a pike. Um, so what do you like to call bullshit on this week, Lamara? <sighs> Bangs. Go on. Quite simply... People who don't take gifts fucking graciously. Oh. Like, the biggest amount of bullshit. If I've got you something, if I'm giving you something, there's just two words you need to say, nothing else. You know what those two words are, Banks? I have a feeling they might be... Thank and then you. Yeah, that's, that's what it. I thought. That's what that's I thought. That's it, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it's a universal language. It can be done in emoji form. You could write it in a text. However you um, want to do it. Semaphore you could call it me. if you need to. You could say it in another language. Yeah. I understand it. Thank you, Universal. Mm. If you give someone a gift, right, let's break it down. You've gone to the 
actual trouble to be very kind and caring and not selfless and give someone something to make them smile or just, you know, here, this is for you on any occasion, on any occasion. What you can do is that person who gets that is simply say, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for thinking of me. I don't want to hear you didn't have to. I know I didn't have to, but I did like, yeah, you know, I didn't want to hear like, I'm a very bad gift receiver. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Like, I've never heard that before. Basically, like if just, it is about you and it's not about you. All you need to do is just say thank you in that moment because anything else makes that person feel bad. Makes that person feel like they shouldn't have gone that extra mile. Like, People could do big and small, you know, grandiose and very subtle uh, acts of kindness. And we've kind of, you know, I always touch about that on my good shit and my, and my bullshit, right? But what you can do is that person, if someone's going to do something for you, just be like, you know what? That was really nice. Thank you. End of. That's it. Just it's not a debate. Draw a line it's, under it's, it. That's, that's it. It's not a debate. It's not a... It's, you know, it's not a difference. Like, oh my God, you really shouldn't have, oh my God, blah, blah. shut up. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> no, I'm done. Fall back. Don't at me. Anyone like... Also, the thing care. that makes me laugh about those people is, all right, cool. Let me not get you a gift for any kind of right. event ever and watch them be salty as what, fuck about watch it. Watch them be salty. Watch them be salty, like, and come at you with like, uh, but are you forgetting? What am I forgetting that you're fucking ungrateful? I said it. <laughs> Shit. It's come out. It's come out. Mm. It, that, that's, that's it. Like, I call bullshit on the people who don't accept gifts graciously because it just, it, 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 as you can hear, it irates me. And I'll leave it at that because yeah. I can... No, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You know. Um, dismounts soapbox, yeah. drops mic, walks away, gotcha. enters into a new realm and path of bangs. What do you call good shit on this week? I'm going to call good shit on seeing your friends do well. Mm. I love that. Seeing, like, just seeing people, they don't even have to be your friends, just people who you admire, people who you've seen going through their journey. Mm -hmm. um, just seeing them succeed at something and do well and excel in what they're trying to do. I, I just, I love that. I met up with um, two girls who um, I used to mentor um, mm -hmm. this week. And one of them's just about to go into her final year of uni. Um, and another one is kind of doing a job that, when I first started mentoring her, we were trying to figure out a way to get her on that ladder and mm -hmm. get her into that industry. Mm -hmm. And and now she's like fully in it and is just kind of doing her thing. And, um, and you know, I kind of think of them as like little sisters to me. And I'm just like, man, I'm just so proud that mm. they're doing well. And I think it's really important to have um, what I like to call your cheerleaders around you, people who are always going to, kind of congratulate you and be a part of that journey and that success with you um and never try and stifle it for someone um and so people uh, that are in the gym uh clapping and sh while you're shooting those kind of people those kind of people yeah yeah, yeah. um oh man already and i tried to go there i tried <laughs> i tried already um so yeah i just i'm calling good shit on that because a, I like to see that for people who I am friends with and people who I know. Um, but I also really appreciate um, when people give me that support, you know, mm -hmm. and, and often it's people who I, I don't 
necessarily consider friends. They're, they're acquaintances of mine or people who know me through someone else and have, you know, either sent me an email um, or for my birthday, actually, I got uh, quite a few cards from people who gave me messages along that line of like, I just really love to see you excel in what you're doing and it's really inspiring and whatever, which is just really, it's a lovely um, kind of message to get from someone. And is mm. it really does make you feel like, oh, you know, this is whatever struggle I'm going through to try and get to where I want to get to is not all in vain. Like you just don't know who you're inspiring along the way and who's kind of keeping track with what you're doing and who's being inspired by it, etc. Um, so I love um, that. I love to see people who I'm friends with succeed, but I also love people kind of helping and supporting me on my journey and be just be like literally just a kind word here and there is all you need you know I'm not I'm not saying everybody has to be all over me and my journey and kind of boosting me up in my times of need but just like literally just a kind word here and there along the way can really boost you when you need it so I call good it it can because you know as I'm learning and a a mate of mine reached out to me this week we're having a little chat and I, I don't know how I feel I don't know I love the word inspiration um, I can sometimes shy away from using that word or hearing that word, but and that's a whole other conversation. But to someone to let you know that and then in turn give that back, that means more mm. than just the act in itself. Because as I'm learning and as I'm growing to understand, you know, like everyone's journey is different. We talk a lot about this thing called process. Let me tell you how hard the fucking process is, y'all. So for someone to just know that it's not perfect. I see you grinding. I see you trying to do something. I saw you made a sleep. Look where you are a year ago versus now. And then just only imagining how you're going to grow in another year. And just taking sh- the all the punches and all the roles that life gives you, you know? Like, people who appreciate people for that and just seeing that growth. Because the growth is messy. Um, is beautiful. It's really, really beautiful. It really Shout is out to the people, like moving like who are who are surviving but moving into that position of thriving like the little thing is the biggest thing like and I I I see that in a lot of my friends too and I couldn't be bloody happier either you know and a lot of times when you're going through it yourself you can't even notice it for yourself you know I mean like as you were saying like look where you were a year ago look where you are now when you're the one who's living that and going through it all yeah. you can see sometimes is the struggle. So then when Amen. you have someone from outside coming at you and being like, man, like I remember eight months ago when you were just trying to do this and now you're doing this. Like I had that happen to me recently where a friend was like, hang on a second, can we just, can we just break down yeah. Yeah. everything that's happened to you in the past year? And I was like, oh shit, I've been so busy doing it that yeah. I have kind of haven't really taken a second to give myself a little pat on the back or just acknowledge that, oh, actually I have made progress here. So... Um, so yes, I yeah. um, that I call good shit on that. Seeing your friends also, do well. What do you totally. call good shit on? Um, I call good shit on people who give you their time. Mm. Time is precious. Time is something that you can't get back. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not moving backwards. We're moving forwards, people. And in whatever way someone wants to carve out five seconds five minutes 50 minutes five hours of their day um for you is very very precious and I'm, I'm very gracious for that I was doing something this week on road where I just had to ask people numerous people for their time and 
it was one of those beautiful human moments where people were like, yeah, sure, what do you need? Like, and I was like, oh, well, cool, you know? <laughs> and yeah, like, totally, can I just ask you a couple questions? And, and that was it, it was really simple. But the people that stopped to give me their time, like, outside the, trans- the initial transaction we were doing, but, like, how the conversation then developed and people who were going places would end up, you know, two minutes turned into 20 and I'm standing on the street corner just interacting with people because they chose to give me their time in that moment is invaluable, yeah. you know? And I'm really grateful of not just that in the exercise I was doing this week, but other people in my life who give me their time, you know? Yeah. And kind of relates to your point about, like, seeing people's growth, like, knowing yourself being a mentor, you starting off as, as my mentor and you giving me that time and other people who just carve out, like, I'm going to make a conscious effort to see Lamara or talk to Lamara or do this with Lamara at this time, you know, it means a lot. You could give, and it's funny because I call bullshit on giving people gifts, right? But I could, you could, you could buy tons of shit for people, you know, you could buy something physical and give it to them. But the greatest gift is always going to be time. Always. You know, because I will remember that more than anything tangible that breaks or fades, um, there's there's more in the time to me. So I call good, great, absolute whoopity doodah shit on people that give you their time. Don't abuse it, you know? Do not abuse it. Think of it as a gift, you know? Um, And there's something you're never going to get back from that person. And it could go, like, on a tangent, like, I've had people in my life who I just didn't save at the time and they're gone, (laughs) Mm. you know? And... To bring it to that point, because now I know and I feel like, shit, I wish I could have done that differently. Yeah. Or I wish I would have savoured that moment more. I just expanded it or, or been more grateful with what that person was trying to give me. Um, yeah, I've probably contradicted myself. Fall back, don't at me, don't drag me. But that's it. That's it. Awesome. Love it. Bruv, let's dive into it. Let's do Susan. it. Listen. <laughs> It goes down in the DMs. It, it goes, goes down, down in the, the DMs. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, All right. God. So this week we're talking about basically modern dating, modern relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes down in the DMs. It really it does appear to all uh-huh. go down in the DMs. Um, so I don't know if anybody has read Aziz Ansari's book, um, Modern Romance, but I definitely recommend that. It's worth a read. And um, that kind of, I had when I was reading that, I had a lot of conversations with people around the varying themes in that book, which is just kind of the very the changing nature of dating mm-hmm. now, as opposed to you know even ten years ago, even five years ago in a lot of cases. Um, so we wanted to talk about that this week. Lamara, what are your views on <laughs> online dating? <laughs> You're so calculated. <laughs> The reason Bangs is asking me this, like flashback, one time me and me and Bangs were in our favourite little cafe in Notting Hill and we were talking about online dating. Listen, I currently I'm living in the house that Tinder built, right? So <laughs> real talk. Um I'm pro online dating. We got into it, I was like, Bangs, you know. It's dope. Like for people who maybe not uh, may sorry not be as forthcoming in social scenarios and have 
uh, a little bit of the guts and wit to go up to someone and talk to them, understanding the changing nature of the times we're in. I'm pro signing up to a service. I'm pro swiping right. I'm pro sliding in those DMs for like anything to to foster a connection. I'm trying to be like mad smart with it. Like for, to make people meet each other. I'm pro online dating. Like I suggest it to everyone. Everyone. Like if but are not? you actually on any of these sites though, bro? <laughs> like so shut your mouth. What are you talking about? No, hold on. Okay. Don't Pull back, don't at me. I'm I'm on one, right? Oh shit! Fifty fifty. It's a little like I said. I'm living in the house that Tinder built. It's an experiment. Um, oh my god! <laughs> See how I just yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what? No, listen, listen. If if the occasion such arised it right, I'm pro it simply because. How are people meeting people these days? Yeah. How are people meeting people these days? Yeah. Like, I, Specimen A, <coughs> my housemate, um, he is the dopest guy. He doesn't even listen to this podcast. This will be the one episode he does listen to. Trust that. Yeah. All of a sudden, uh, you're moving out next week, bro. This is <laughs> blowing up his spot. Next week on how Lamara got evicted, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, listen, like, he dope dude like properly dope chill dude not as he would admit socially confident as other people finds it sometimes a little harder to initiate conversation so me and my other housemate like have been his coaches like yo get on the app swipe here say hello don't do that do this try it have you tried this forum? Like trying to just be his little cheerleaders in this thing because that's the medium which fits him best. You know, I've seen him in social interactions, like, you know, and some of the things that we had we were observing, like, you know, she's trying to talk to you. And he's like, I can't, I can't handle it. <laughs> I was like, all right, stop being awkward, man. Like, stop looking at your trainers on the dance floor. Like, just dance with her, innit? Um, it's the medium which best suits him. So that's why I'm pro it. If it floats your boat, I'm pro it. Coming at it with very minimal experience of using these things. But in our situation, I was like, bang, just do it. Like, what could you lose? Also, I'm pro it, not only because it may just be your medium of choice, but I think it cuts the bullshit. I think it cuts through, don't give me that facial expression, Hold yourself. Okay. I think it cuts through the bullshit. Like, whether or not you're into small talk, if you know, like, you just want to use this app to do whatever, you know, let's, let's bang. I don't give a shit. I said it. There you go. That's your medium of choice. If you're looking for someone specific, right, who, as picky as you might want to be, choosing my words here mm. so carefully, fam, as picky as you might want to be in terms of, what that person's interests are, what's their, you know, societal attitudes like, shit, whatever, what's the, 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 how many zeros do they have in their bank balance? If you want to cut through all of the, to use TLC, the scrubs, right? And you want to narrow your choices, fucking use online dating. Like, there you go. You've curated a selection of people who immediately appeal to your needs. It's not only how you personally 
feel in social interactions with people of the same or the opposite sex is how much you want to cut through the bullshit of simply meeting people and get the type of person you want for whatever reason. I'm pro it. We are people, I'm, oh, I'm on a soapbox. We are people on our phones 24 sevens. The amount of times we look down rather than look up. And I'm not saying looking up doesn't work. I, my actual philosophy of relationships is very different to this in that I'm more of the like, are we friends? Like, let's see where this could go kind of thing. Like I've met you, yada, yada, get to know that person. But you know, it's 2016, everyone's swiping right. Everyone's up in the DMs. Like it clearly works. Also, sorry, (laughs) I know like really good, not successful, happy, fulfilling relationships that have come through online dating and the use of social media. So it is not like how it was, of course, of yesteryear and years gone by, but it does actually, it's worth a, a pinch of salt in the 21st century to at least give it a go and dismount off the soapbox. <laughs> Why you don't come look, look. Go in, go in, go go on. So I'm not anti-online dating. I just don't want to do it. (laughs) I just don't want to do it. But having said that, I've had relationships start through... I'm cool with relationships starting via social media. Okay, so do we have to separate them? I think they're two different beasts. So I think, like, I'm pro that. I've had relationships start that way. Let me tell you, when I was living in Tokyo back in like 05, 06, um, and this was like the beginnings of MySpace, MySpace was 100% my own personal dating app. Like I went on mad dates through MySpace. Like, and, but that was, okay, when you're living in another country um, and you, you're like, oh, someone else who speaks English. Great. You know what I mean? Um, but that was actually a really useful tool for connecting and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, so I'm not anti that. So I did like, I wasn't using it exclusively to get dates. Let me just clarify that. Um, but it, it definitely was useful for those purposes. I've definitely met people off Twitter, um, et cetera. Definitely met people off Instagram. Mm-hmm. It went down in the DMs. Um, it went down in the DMs. Uh-huh. But um, I would say for me, going onto a dating app, like a specific dating app, first of all, I don't know what the hell I want. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just not in this, like, I don't want a relationship with someone. I don't know if I just want, you know, a sexual thing with someone, which I'm not against that by any means. Um, holla. Um, no, I mean, you know, you, I'm online. You can contact me. Um, but, <laughs> but I don't, I'm, I'm not sure what I want. So if I were to even set up a profile on one of these things, I wouldn't even know what to say. You know what I mean? Right. And I, and I just feel like where you're saying it cuts through layers of bullshit. I think it also has the potential to create way more layers of bullshit, which is one of the things within um, the modern romance book that I was talking about. This, you know, the way we're dating now is just like endless freaking, and this is also just down to like phone culture, the way phone culture has right. changed in that right. we all now have smartphones. It's more people are comfortable texting than they are calling someone. Um, so 
for example, okay, the last per- person who I met organically was some guy who kind of approached me on the street one time. But it was been ages since I've had that, where someone approached me on the street, we have the conversation, numbers, my number was given to this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and he took about a week to text me, which, all right, cool. Um, I'm, you know, I'm living life. I'm not hanging around waiting for it. But he finally texted me about a week later. And it was like, hi, how was your day? I said, yeah, it was good, thanks. How was yours? His reply, great. Which I just want to add was, <laughs> was G, it was GR and the number eight. And I would like to add that this man was 49. I'm just <laughs> going to throw that out there for you. So I have major issues with text speak. That might be a personal thing. Just write to me like a, like a human adult, please. It would be appreciated. Um, so so that was the opening of so you've texted me i'm assuming you want to have a, a conversation or get something popping off here what's what's going on so he replies great and i'm like okay so i just okay. left it as in like obviously you're going to continue on here he had nothing to say and then so i just left it like i'm not bruv like like that's not open-ended just that's... make conversation or right. better yet be like hey you want to go for coffee sometime are you free tuesday at four let's do this you know right. what i mean like I like a man who is assertive, who knows what he wants. Ideally, that thing is me and who goes after it. You know what I mean? And is just like, look, we're doing this on this day, this time. I'm going to swing by and pick you up, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, just be assertive. No assert- long things. Let's no, do it now. No, stop with all the freaking chit chat. I don't need to do the millions of text messages prior to, like, let's meet up, please, and understand quickly whether or not there's any kind of connection there for, right. like, for... Let me understand whether I'm going to be friend zoning you, whether there's potential here, whether actually you're just a cool dude who I just want to be able to like meet up with every now and then and have conversation mm-hmm. and coffee with. Like, let, let's just get that done right off the bat. I don't really have the time, to be quite honest with you, to be entertaining some bullshit text marathon like you might cool if you have time in your day to do that i don't i don't want to be attached to my phone 24 7 replying to your freaking cryptic like half half text half numbers like what the what is happening just look if you're making conversation like if you're going to text someone actually have some shit to say actually make a conversation like make it worthwhile i'll text with you if you want to like but let's have a Let's have an interesting conversation about some shit. You know what I mean? I just don't want to be talking with you about the weather all the goddamn time. Um, but ideally, have that, have that text message conversation lead somewhere. Preferably to an actual date, doing something. Right. You know what I right. mean? And I just feel like all of these apps, um, I think it just you end up just being kind of caught in this cycle of like perpetual texting, which I just... I can't be asked. So to me, I'm like, I'd rather have someone who's been following me on Twitter for ages, like approach me and like, you know, chat to me, who probably, who gets a bit more of a sense of me being that they followed me for that long on Twitter, gets a bit of a sense of me and, you know, makes contact with me or whatever and meet up with them off there. And then we know whether or not that's a thing. You know what I mean? Rather than me going on a dating app, which would imply that I'm interested in dating, which frankly, I don't know if I am right now. <laughs> I'm pretty resigned to the fact that I'm going to die alone. I'm okay with it. I've oh come to terms God, with it. Bang. But, oh my no, God. No, I don't know if I am. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm actually interested enough 
to get right. on one of these. You I know what I mean? Like it kind of, then I'm in a I thing where I'm like, oh shit, becomes, I have to think about if, if this is going to be a thing. You want a specific thing. Right. And I don't know what that specific thing is for me right now. So I'd rather just like not even dip my toe in that pool because I just don't want to be involved in any of the bullshit that goes with it. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I'm not against it though. I, I, everything you said, yeah, I get it. I fully, un I have uh, a, a good friend of mine who met her husband on a dating site. Clearly going very well for them. Still married. You know what I mean? Like I'm not against it. I, I, I get that. I've, I know people who've got into very successful relationships off it and it's cool. And I know people who have just like wanted um, a fuck buddy, found themselves a good fuck buddy. It all worked out, you know, like I'm not against it, but I just, for me, at, the, at this particular moment where I'm at in my life, meh, it just seems like a lot to do. And even when I do feel like, oh, maybe I'm ready to like get, like entertain more than a shitty text message conversation with someone, I just don't know if that is going to be a route I want to go. People, I, feel, I think it's very brave. People who go right. on those things, I think it's I very think brave. I think it's incredibly brave. Yeah. I think it's incredibly brave. And like from friends that I know use it, just Jesus, the rejection level is high. You know what I'm saying? So, and you're putting yourself out there for whatever reason and you just, you're dealing with it. You're dealing with it. But um, it is brave. It but I also, great. on the flip side of that, I think that especially the ones that are kind of like Tinder and these ones that are specific, which is basically grinder for straight people, let's be honest, it is more of a like, you ain't going to be meeting your life partner on there. Grinder so, is the whole world until itself. Yeah. Like that. But especially next. that, I think those kind of apps are actually more really about ego, I think, and massaging mm -hmm. people's egos as to like, oh, I've got this plethora of chicks who I can choose from. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's necessarily like, oh, I'm really interested in meeting a new person to talk about so computer science saying, with. there has to be... <laughs> or whatever your thing might be. Is, is, that, I mean? is that what the kids are calling it? I mean, I, who knows? So you, what you're telling me is that there has to be a substance behind it. For me, at least. You know what I mean? But I think with those, like, Tinder, which is literally... It's so quick. It's like... You know, I don't even know which way you swipe if someone's good. I honestly don't. Um, is it right? Do you swipe right if you like someone? It's right. You swipe right. Okay, so if you... Sw I believe it's right. That was a genuine question. Um, so I feel like that's just... I mean, and we're basing that purely on someone's looks, yeah? Which, uh, right. not, not knocking it, it's important. Um, but I just feel like that kind of becomes an ego thing. And then it feeds the ego of the person who's getting all those swipes, well, it's, all those it's the right, So, I mean, this might go into, like, something else, but it's the nature of... Is it the nature? How do I say this? Of the person you're looking for. So that, and the thing is like Tinder, Tinder, I mean, what else is there? Bumble and all these fucking six letter name dating apps, right? Very, very aesthetic based. Yeah. Very identity based. Who are you? What do you look like? Would I consider doing anything with you or to you, right? I mean, it cuts straight but to I, the point. It cuts oh, straight to the point yeah. if you're that vacuous. Mm not the area I fall in, right? But my, so like Tinder's, Tinder's over here. Online dating though, where I think <laughs> there is a bit more space for nuance of a profile in like person speed dating, where there is also that little added element of conversation. I think preferably are better methods. But 
I, you can't you can't escape like the the nature and the culture of how we use our phones how we make decisions how we consume content and that's the thing about tinder like it's just it, it's like Instagram, it's Twitter, it's visual, it's quick, it's instant gratification in terms of how we're making just like all these choices about people, right? Yeah. There's something soulless in that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. There's something very, very soulless in that. But I bring it back to the point of, and kind of maybe links into yours, like where's the conversation coming right. from, you know? But that's totally dependent on what that person's aims are out of this interaction that they've just entered into. Do you just want to bang or like do you want to sit and talk about you know for coal and existentialism for like two hours and go you know walk around central park the substance oh, though that is sounds like re- such a good day oh girl let me find that- someone for you to do that <laughs> my, my thing is like even in in the dms of how it goes down like i think there's it's all about conversation here. This is what I'm thinking, you know? Where's that substance coming from? Like, how are people meeting each other these days? And what, are we still very much, like, shared interest, talking? Like, how do all of these things, uh, or how are these relationships formed? And I think that the the pro of the kind of digital realm of that is that, like, it may suit the personality type you are, what you're trying to get out of it, Um what your already your pre-existing digital habit is or that just it's there and it fulfills a need like these things like they're thriving like they're doing really really well and so are all the competitive apps that are coming out of it versus all the other more real world tangible things you know but also like how easy is it to meet people not digitally Mm. you like you had said like homeboy did he my size you? Was he like, oh, excuse me, my size? Like, or was he like your <laughs> Jamaican uncle on the corner of uh, Shepherd's Bush Market? Just like, maybe, hey, darling. I hate all that shit. I hate all that cat corner. It wasn't quite but that. It wasn't that era. It was much tamer than that. Not, but, not that much, I'll be honest with you, but yeah. <laughs> how are we meeting people? How are we initiating these conversations? Or how are we looking and trying to find substance? I always thought, like, you can't meet no one in the rave. Like, that's dead. Like, that's yeah. never going like I don't think that that happens um or maybe just in in my life um where are these opportunities for and also like and I know I'm going off like are people more cynical how do you feel if someone approaches you on road like mm, why are you rolling up for me like mm, do I really want to give you my number so I think there's it there's a pro and there's an obvious con here of like if we're talking about modern dating and how it happens it is I'm I'm not saying there's I, I believe there's more to the tangible. I believe there's more to like the organic connections, the things that happen randomly. Absolutely. That, Me you too. know, and, yeah. and all of that. But the fact is, like, that's how shit is being formed yeah, and done. Yeah, and I and I think you're right, just kind of the, the nature of how we are now, I think a lot of people um just are more comfortable actually with that online interaction first yeah like I, I mean but you don't always have to be like and that's what I'm saying there's a, there's a flip side to it like just thinking personally like I I I, I know I know how I am in social circles you know mm. like I'm sometimes not particularly afraid to talk to someone I may be interested in or to you know see where it could go and go grow organically and and, and whatnot 
And if that's you and that works for you, like, shit, hold on to that. Because I think then you go through the motions of really getting through the layers of a person, seeing what you want, seeing what you don't want. And just, but is, is the thing we're just talking about here is confidence. Is it? I don't know, you know. Well, um, it's a huge factor. But then I real. think you also have to be confident digitally too, like, raw. Like, you're yeah. putting yourself out there like you said rejection after rejection um okay well this leads us on to something else then that i was just kind of debating this week or, or kind of with myself more than anything um did you have a shower talk because i love shower talks yeah man talk I watched, to yourself in the shower i was watching um that show catfish <laughs> which God. um because you call me a fat kelly price yeah. <laughs> Oh, and he was like, who's Kelly yeah. Price? <laughs> Classic <laughs> moment. Classic moment. Um, which I so, always do. I mean, I know it's like a cheesy MTV show, but I always do find that a really captivating concept, the fact that people do that. If, you've, if you haven't actually watched the documentary Catfish, which this whole thing was born out of, um, I recommend watching that because it is actually fascinating. But um, week on week, I watch it and I think... It really speaks to the loneliness and desperation right. that people feel, um, it, it, by and large. And I think that's a thing that kind of that social media and our constant connectivity and uh, and just you know online culture, all of that, as it's kind of like amalgamated to create. Um, these feelings of kind of not being enough um, and especially feelings of isolation, loneliness, all of that. And if people have the opportunity to, it's not always necessarily people creating a whole other identity and pretending to be that person and catfishing people. It's not even always that. Um, but what I find interesting is that, you know, these stories always start out with, um, you know, I've been talking to this person for five years online. I've been talking to my boyfriend for five years online. I've never, we've never met. We've mm. never video chatted, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, man, that's a no shade to these people. But that is no. so sad to me that you are that desperate for a connection with someone that the fact that you've never seen this person in person or even video chatted with them once is not a massive freaking alarm bell going off to you about yeah. the fact that this person may not be 100% kosher um but you're still believing this is this is the one you're still planning on like yeah we've talked about a future together yeah I, next month I plan to move across the country to be with him do you do you <laughs> And you've think, never met this person, but you've been talking. So well, we've funny. been talking it's, online since we were sixteen. I don't give a fuck if you haven't like <laughs> video chatted with this person by conversation three. I need you to bells. really check your life. Well, it's one of those things. Like, oh, this is bringing us to another point. Okay. Something we debate, right? Being comfortable with your loneliness, mate. I could. We we about talk this about this. We talk, talk about this, for, this days. for days. But before I get to that. When I a pro a program like that, like as extreme as that is, I'm always surprised. Like, how is it in six seasons? But, but what does it reveal about where we've been, where we are, and where we're going? In that, people, of course, still yearn for a connection, mm. right? Of course, still yearn for someone who is their equal or matches them, who just like is 
the other half of their heart, right? But also that perpetual loneliness and not a way where I'm, sometimes I'm sitting there because you're like, I cannot fathom that you have never spoken to this person in six years. Just, All the shit that I don't have time for. But on. then insert myself into it. Like I'm not that digital. That's not how I've fostered my relationships. That's not how I've found the connections I've had with people. Um, but it does speak to this overwhelming loneliness and sadness that people do have and it reminds me you know my mom she's a big believer Lamar there's someone out there for everyone and I think these are the people that believe that you know I believe that too um whatever form or whenever that comes to you you may or you may not know it but there is I do believe there's someone out there for everyone um and I'm just gonna take that mantra because my mom's always told me that but it does speak to a level of like sorry can I just interject there there's multiple people out there for you right so you don't so this is part of the problem people are putting all their eggs in one basket basket. i ain't never gonna meet anyone else in my life that is utter bullshit you are there's no such thing as soulmates you are gonna be compatible with what how many billions of people are there on the earth and you think there's only one for you get the fuck out of here you are gonna be compatible with Mm. multiple people throughout your life you change as a person throughout your life the person who you are gonna be with may change at different points throughout your life so i'm sorry i just had to interject there and add that in all the things that we talk about of what it's like like growth and change happens in every area of your life Mm. you know and to be constantly what's the word i'm thinking of here to be constantly going over that and then you know what one day it might just fucking click like it might just be like this is it this is that person and more power to you but we've like totally lost my train of thought anyway but what I think I was trying to say is that with like a catfish, it does speak to the perpetual loneliness of people or just pinning your hopes and like, this is that person. Yeah. And also that like, the brilliance of maybe in a naive way, seeing the good in people like th- because at some point in that interaction, like it's beautiful and it's wonderful. And then it always turns out that it's really dark and sinister. Yeah. But I think it's, that as a platform and then like randomly, I'm going to pull in second life here, you know, creating your own avatar there's a comfortability and a confidence that we have in digital or imagining and fostering all these connections, even if we want them to be something more that we somehow lack in reality and mm. in real life, you know? And, you know, people like at me or whatever, like, and say, nah, Lamara, like, it's not, that's not how it is. Like, it's, 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 it's different. But I'll, I'll break it down to say, like, I'm talking about the nature of modern relationships today being extremely digital the solace people find in that, the recluse people find in that, the happiness people eventually find in that, and like versus the the tangible out there, getting it, doing it, meeting people things. Um, and that specifically arises from uh, from our conversations, just talking about catfish. But it, it it's just it 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 is wonderfully baffling, you know. It's wonderfully baffling, and I I I'm gonna go there. So you know little bit of research I did at work this week we're looking at VR um the possibilities of virtual reality and then somehow just got into like what so oh god all right work talk VR and empathy is a real thing how to get people closer to content and make them think stop and believe in a moment is really 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 big and that's the more powerful use for virtual reality as I see it on the flip side Virtual reality is all about immersing yourself in a moment and bridging a connection, whatever, breaking down this full fucking wall that exists. VR and porn, people, real. VR and 
uh, <laughs> your bangs just went lean back. Uh, what, Lamar? Yeah, it is. Like, if we're talking about modern relationships, like, and, and, and the subject is dating or, like, where, like, uh, dating and sexual interactions are going, people that then will go and create, like, an avatar versus have, like, this very physical, visceral, intent experience digitally through virtual reality. Like, this is all where it's going. It's always constantly longing for connection. It's always longing for, for the real. Mm. Um, that's that. I'm sorry if I divulge their people, but that's how I, I see it going. Um, and you hear and see more of that now than the random, like, all what Hollywood or all what, you know, how... I'm thinking of how my parents met just like random, you know, bumping in the streets, then which led to a conversation or the, you know, saw this girl, tracked her down, tried to find her, you know, she dropped her slipper, Cinderella bullshit. Like, that's maybe not where we are now. And I... I... Oh my God, I was just about to say this. Like, can we just get over the happily ever after fairy tale thing? It's not necessarily... I think, you know, everybody is chasing the one you know but it's this is not you know we're not in our grandparents generation anymore where it was perfectly normal to be married by the time you were 21 and you know um and be together for 60 years and and die that's not what's happening now and especially this generation this generation now is um has been raised by uh two parent homes uh sorry single parent homes Many of them, you know what I mean. Like, this is probably the generation that's been the the biggest byproduct of divorce, right? Mm. So, all of this, a lot of this generation, don't actually have that example of two parents in a loving, committed relationship to look to. But yet, society tells us that's what we should be in, right? So, everybody's out there looking for that relationship, but meanwhile. That isn't actually, you've had no example of that in your life, really. You don't really know if that's for you. I look at things like, um, you know, I've just kind of seen brief snippets of it online. Iggy Azalea is getting married to some basketballer. Um, Sorry, that's my Iggy impression. Um, (laughs) Completely accurate, by the way. Knew exactly who you're doing. Um, (laughs) But... And her basketball fiancé has cheated on her and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, cool, first of all, probably because, you know, you were together about six minutes before you decided to get engaged. But, right. Um, and, and her whole thing is, you know, I've told him, you know, if I see one more video of him chatting shit or doing anything, then I'm going to cut his nads off and that's it, we're done. So, all right, cool, you want to give him that leash, cool. Or you could just accept that this dude is not ready for marriage and that maybe the nature of your relationship is going to be that you're allowed to see people outside of your relationship. Well, this, like, this comes to something I you mean, have spoken on yeah. in the past yeah. of monogamy isn't for It's not everyone. for everybody. And I monogamy think it's a, that's isn't a real for thing. everyone. And I think that kind of ties into like this adventure of digital. Maybe that person isn't a person like forever and ever being adventurous, getting different things from different people, having sexual freedom. Yeah, it's not. Like, times have changed. I think we're much more... We're we're talking, like, we're living in an era of, like, getting rid of all the last taboos as... I think is confrontational the word? as, as, As hard as that may be, we're getting rid of all the last taboos. You know, things are now more socially acceptable. Yeah. Non-monogamous relationships are one of them. Are one of those things. 
Um, so yeah, maybe that's not their deal. Um, which then ties into like, is that person the one person? Like, how else are you giving and gifting yourself to people? Does that one person fulfill your whatever needs you need in a relationship? Or can you get that somewhere else? And from then from a third person, like the Mormons did it, shit. Like, and that's not necessarily I'm not even saying like polygamy is the answer. Model. I'm not saying no, that. No, no, no. I'm just but saying if you that. Think of yourself as like a human being and the multifacetedness of yourself and what you like to give to different people and different social interactions, it can work on a very platonic as well. This is on what I'm trying to say. Sexual level this is what I'm trying well. to say. As right. I, I just wish people would be more open to the fact that. Like, stop trying to lock someone down into a relationship when you know damn well you're going to cheat. You my wifey. <laughs> but, you know, people out here who... Strictly R&B beats, bro. Of course. Um, but when you know you're out here and you're going to cheat, like, just stop trying to buy into the ideal of monogamy if that if you know it's not for you like mm. and that's okay because the nature of relationships has changed like i said it's not our grandparents generation you know what i mean like maybe that is not for you maybe the house the the the, the uh the wife the kids the car courage. is not no. all for you like and that's okay maybe you're allowed to have your one solid relationship maybe you're only in that sexual relationship with one person but yeah. you're allowed to have like first of all let's be open to uh, platonic relationships also please yes. like yes. talk having conversations with somebody of the same or opposite sex is not a threat to your relationship at every step of the way you know what I mean like let's just get our shit together stop being so insecure and jealous and understand that actually it's beneficial to have those it, people have to have relationships outside of the one they're in like exactly like you said like all, it all can't be in one egg egg basket it all can't be for one person yeah. trust it gets a lot yeah you just reminded me of something um <laughs> and bangs put me onto this podcast uh dan savage yeah clutch your pearls do not listen at work because you'll spit your morning and afternoon cup of tea out um you will laugh wildly in public and probably want to grip um, certain body parts. Dan Savage comes with all the real, like on a less un, um, like a less unfiltered, filtered, sorry, more filth, flan, filth, waiting we could ever be talking about mm. sex and relationships and modern dating right now. S listen to your boy Dan Savage. Yeah. But I'm reminded of, um, he had a caller this week. So he like takes callers questions. They leave, you know, their career on a hotline. Um, I've heard it all. I've pretty much heard it all. But this one really resonated. In, in the context of what we're talking about today, it was a wife. Um, she'd been married to her husband for X amount of years. They had an open relationship. Um, both, you know, he then Ooh, had a girl, girlfriend. girl, I know the exact call you were talking about. And I said exactly the advice he gave right. her is exactly was what perfect. I was saying the whole way through. Exactly. exactly what I was saying. Right. So she has a girlfriend and they're very happy. They're, the level of to which they're happy which I was like, raw, go them, is that the kids of the wife's girlfriend, they play with each other. They're very comfortable in their relationship. Don't get it twisted. Like, they're very comfortable in their relationship. They know what is good for them. She had explained to Dan that, you know, she told her friends, you know, she, I'm not going to hide my love. Number one, never fucking hide your love, people. Um, I'm not going to hide my love. This woman is my girlfriend. She's a part of my life. 
But all my friends are now taking issue with it after I raised it. You know, we haven't spoken in a few months. They've deleted me on Facebook. You know, they don't reply to my text messages. They're not adhering or they're not positive about the way I choose to live my life. Dan Savage comes in with the realness. It's basically like, uh, they're not your friends. Fuck them. They're jealous of how you're living your life. In really good ways. Because what it revealed, it's an insecurity on their part. Absolutely. You know, because as the conversation had developed, she said it started off really cool. Then, you know, I think they went home and said it to their husbands or their respective partners um, or their wives. And they were like, nah, 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 nah. Not looking for this to be replicated in their relationship, but it does. Like, that confidence, that understanding that, yo, monogamy is not for me. And me and my husband and my girlfriend and our kids were all great. This is our utopia. What you do in your life is not always going to be amazing for other people. They're not going to respect it. And I think it highlights maybe, with this particular instance of the things we're talking about, the insecurities you may have in your own relationship not to be to to do this i'm not saying it's for everyone i'm not saying everyone should do it but it is a model and it is something that people do because they know they can't fulfill everything through one person so hey we're gonna go down this route and more power to like especially this caller just the levels of honesty that her and her um all the pe- like all the people in her life um romantically had the level of honest- honesty security and comfortability that they have in expressing their love in this way yeah you've you've definitely spoken about how it, how it's not for everyone um and that's just another aspect of of modern dating and life and shit and well yeah. i think it's just one of those things that everybody has to be a little bit more open to because um, people like to be the first to condemn cheating, but it, but the reality is most people cheat. Most people cheat, right? Like men and women. So everybody wants to condemn it because the social norm is, oh, me, me plus my other one, and that's it forever and ever, amen. But it's it's not reality. And I think that's where we get into murky water mm-hmm. when it comes to online dating and dating apps is... If we're all working towards this ideal of the one, Mm. like, it just may not be really... We just have to be, I think, just be a bit more open to the fact of like, okay, I might meet multiple people on on dating apps. Um, Say if I meet five guys on on dating apps, right? One of them, them I might think, ooh, cool dude, um... You know, I'm just going to be platonic with him. One of them I might think, just want to sleep with him. I might think of another one. Yeah, just want to sleep with him too. The, the fourth one I might think, oh, he's the one. Like this could be the dude who I want to be with. Fifth one I might think, meh, no, never mind. I don't want anything to do with that dude. So no. I've, got, I've got one dude who I want to be platonic with, two who I want to sleep with, one who I want to spend my life with, okay? If I don't want things to get too messy, I'm going to drop one of those dudes out who I just want to sleep with. Let me just simplify my life a little bit. Why could I not just have one dude who I'm going to ride or die for, one dude who I'm going to sleep with every now and then if I feel like it, and one dude who I want to be platonic with? And I Ain't can, no shame in that game. And I can fulfill everything I need rather than placing everything I want on this one individual and expecting him to fulfill all of my every single needs that I have. Um, I think it's unfair. But maybe that, like, I'm saying all of that. However, there may come a time where I meet that person who can fulfill all of those things and then it's cool and I'm just going to be with that one person. But 
again, if I meet that person and that person is like, you know what, I've met this, I met this really cool chick at a coffee shop and I'm just going to hang out with her tonight. I want it to be a thing where it's like, that doesn't, I don't feel threatened by that. I don't feel right. jealous of that. I want that person. I want my guy to have that. It may be sexual. It may be platonic. And if it's going to turn into something more, it's going to turn into something more because uh, bombshell people, you don't own anybody. Like, mm, you, you're especially other... the section of reproductive organs. Mm. Your other half, even, let's drop that term out. Not your other half. It's a person you're involved with, right? Mm. It's a person you're involved with. That is all. Like, nobody completes you. You have to be whole to begin with. Like, you have to be open to the fact that other people, other facets, um, other people are going to contribute other facets to your to relationship. You. To exactly. you and your relationship. You. So yep. say if my dude goes off and has this platonic relationship with this girl, that, he might, that girl might be able to talk to him about neuroscience, which he's really interested in, but I have no knowledge of, right? So that's actually a really beneficial friendship slash relationship for him to have because it's fulfilling an element of him that's really important, but I can't fulfill that. Right. But I'm not going to shut that relationship down because I feel threatened by it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. And I think it's uh, what's, what's coming back to me is like what I'm thinking is just the level of confidence, honesty um, that you can have and comfortability, mm. you know, to. To not feel intimidated, to not feel threatened. You Which know? I'm not saying is an easy Honest, thing, by the way. No, it's not. It's not. And honesty in a relationship is a boy, that's a whole nother topic. Mm. Um, whole, whole other topic. But there's something in there. Um, shit, what was I going to say? In how we've, uh, I don't know, slut shaming kept on coming back to me, mm. right? You know, or... oh, of course, that scenario that I just mentioned, where I right. have like a ride who's, or die dude, right? A who's dude who I'm sleeping with, and well, yeah. who doesn't buy into your own philosophy, and you'll yeah. get that, you'll but get that. And like I said, we're way, breaking down these taboos. That's complete misogyny as well, because it's fully acceptable for a dude to have that kind of setup. Right. But the second a woman says she may want to sleep with more than one person, then right. I'm, I'm a whore, obviously. All, all, but, all hail to Cardi B, because yeah, that's yeah. who's mm. running my whole mind when um I was thinking about making that point. But there's, again, like you just talked about, like the confidence in understanding you and yourself, what you want from these interactions. Like if you truly know, like, this is what I would like to get or obtain or feel or experience when I'm with these different people. And if you all can be on the same page, more power to you. Um, something also like of the, the comfortability of being lonely or being by yourself completely you know um and there's there's incredible strength in that um incredible incredible strength in that well, my, my thing is i would venture to say about at least 65 percent of people who are online dating have no business doing that you need to home date yourself for a while how about that like Home date yourself. Treat yourself. Like, you've got no business being online. You've got no business trying to be with anybody. There are people out here who are just broken, who don't know who they are yet, who don't know who they want yet, but are trying to like, um, get all of that from somebody else because they want someone to complete them, which is utter bullshit. Stop it, people. Stop the fairy tale. Stop the fantasy. That's not going to happen. Nobody should complete you. You mm. should come. You can't come into no relationship half-baked, you know? Like, stop Seven. it. 
So you can't come into it half-baked. Bake yourself fully. Get in the oven. Bake yourself. Come out fully formed. Understand who you are, what you want, what you're about. Your relationship's bound to be more successful off the back of that. When you're going into it being, you know, 75% insecure about various levels of bullshit, um, mm. it's never going to go well. That's just simple science, right? Simple math, simple science. So just, you know, get... Personally, I'm very comfortable with being by myself. I enjoy my We've me spoken time. About this. We've spoken about this a lot. I would listen. A I, would, lot. I would rather be by myself than be entertaining some bullshit from some dude who's just wasting my time or doesn't really know what he wants and kind of just wants to sleep with me and then the next week wants to be in a relationship with me and then blah 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 blah. blah. Like, nah, dude, I don't have time. Like, drop yourself out of my life, please, because I'm busy over here. I got shit to do. So I'm fine being by myself but i think you have to reach a certain you have to have been through a certain right. number now, of exactly. bullshit relationships to exactly. understand how important exactly. that's my that point. me time is been through it yeah um and experienced um whatever you've personally experienced some people seem to have like an endless capacity for utter bullshit though some people have an endless capacity for it like not me, bruv. Drop me out. Like I'm, a, I've, I've, I've done it. And I think in your twenties, I think that's your time to do. To, right. In your twenties is a time where you're just going to get. Teenage plays a part of this. Yeah, Age and maturity plays a huge oh, part. Oh, completely. You're going to, especially women. I feel you're going to just get walked all over. You're going to totally put up with the bullshit because you're insecure and. And, it, and it, part of it is it's vanity, it's ego, it's insecurity. You want to be able to say you're with someone. Listen, I would rather 100% be able to say I'm with myself, you know. I'm about myself and I know who I am and I'm comfortable with it. And that to me means way more than saying, oh, I've got my man, my other half. He completes me. Nah, bullshit, bruv. I'm coming to this thing fully baked. I think I completed, myself a, long, I completed myself a long time ago. So also, it's like, it's it's the strength and power in yourself, yeah. But even if you are with someone, to still know self, you know. So it works and it works two ways here. Well, I the think ideal in... is to be within a relationship where you are allowed to be yourself and you can continue to learn and grow. That's the idea: mm. is to find mm. someone who's going to allow but you I that time to be able to do that. It's you're but... saying like you're coming to it fully baked, right? But oh, rah. um. No, oh Jesus! I know where you are. I know where you are. I know you are. But there, there, there's just something in that, like, is it there's still space to grow? Of course, I'm not, no, sure. I'm not saying that. And, as, and when you meet sure. someone as well who you're going to be with, of course, as I said before, you're going to grow and change throughout your life. And every interaction you have with everyone shapes you in some way, right? So of right. course, I, yeah, I'm coming to it fully baked. Just in terms of I know who I am at this point in my life. I'm not saying I'm not going to grow and change and learn. Of course, I will. Whoever I meet next, whoever I decide to, to date next, that person's obviously going to have an impact on me and will obviously um, change my worldview and, and I'll start to see things from their perspective more. They're going to add something mm -hmm. to my life. Of course, there's always room to grow, but I think there are, oh man, I've seen way too many examples of people who are just getting into relationships. They don't even, they don't know who the hell they are yet. And they're in relationships, giving their all to somebody else, the, the all being a very loose term because they don't that there's not really that all that much there to give considering they have not allowed themselves to be alone for enough time to understand who they are yet. interesting time i was waiting for you to say that word because mm. i believe there's there isn't an ideal time no it's different for everyone um listen if you feel two weeks is your time cool how I, about I, it I, I'm, 
I'm anti thinking there is a considered amount of time to be paid uh, post breakup, particularly or pre or whatever to like, and now I'm ready. I think it, it does, it does fall into like, I don't know. I think in where we're talking about this, it's, you know, two women talking to each other, right? It's not, negating it's not losing the agency as a woman that you have in this situation and I think and that's why I like bringing it to the baked point or like fully baked half baked point is like going into something and not knowing yourself like also going to something and being fucking aware of the power and the agency that you have and that you bring you know and then controlling that or navigating that from that position I think I have seen or examples of like you're saying people go into shit half-baked and they don't really know self and then they're in this thing and then just cry on my shoulder girlfriend I've got you like I'm here for people like that versus like I knew exactly what I wanted like this is me and you know I'm I'm perpetually good like it works it works it does work on um two levels and I just I think there is a cr- an incredible amount of agency that uh, women have naturally and then going into relationships um, and then venturing out into the digital world of dating that you're probably, that I, I've seen and um, I've seen my friends do. And that does come from a, from a bit of knowing who you are and what you want, right? Um, and there is no shame in that game, if any of that made sense. Sure did. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we should wrap this up because we're just rabbiting on forever. Um, so, the conversation shall continue offline. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, I'm not anti-online dating. I think it's all right, but I think you, you've got to know who you are and what you want, basically, and be honest about it. Yes. Don't be out there catfishing people. Don't catfish. Don't fat Kelly price someone. That's no. not not nice. But, yeah, it goes down in the DMs, you know, know what you want. Uh, whichever method floats your boat, uh, add substance, bring more to the table than a swipe right. But it's just, you know, we're, long, we're always going to be longing for connection. Um, we're always going to be longing for for someone to, to match the fly, I think, you know, and how you get it is how you get that. Connect with yourself, though, first is what I would say. <laughs> hey, you just want to last... <laughs> No, but I agree with everything you said. Know thyself. No, <laughs> we, could, we could go on. But, like, honestly, like, this is the type of conversation. Like, let us know. Like, you know, in my DMs, not on my DMs, tweet us, email us. We'll give you all the details at the end because I think it's one of those very poignant and relevant conversations of now. Like, how are people meeting each other? Like, what are your standards? Like, what is mm. the power and the agency that you have? What do you believe in versus what don't you believe in? What taboo are you shaking up? Like, yeah, it's, it's all... Re- conversations about relationships are always going to be relevant. Um, let's, let's end, though. Let's, what's your words of wisdom, Bangs? Know thyself. Bruv, I hate you. That was mine. I'm joking, it wasn't. Is it know thyself? It is actually know thyself. I mean, I could literally do an entire episode on the um, power of and importance of being alone and understanding who you are um, and how that makes you a better person and how you can contribute to all areas of life, not just relationships, when Mm -hmm. you have a better understanding of that. Um, Don't be scared. Don't think you're never going to meet someone. Um, Don't be scared of the label of single 
it's okay. It's all right on this side of the fence. You're going to be okay. You know, it's not the end of the world. It's not a stigma. Um, consider it a time of, of learning and growth. And it's actually a really valuable time to invest in yourself, you know, kind of get, gain a deeper understanding of who you are and what you want. Um, and I think it's really important to do that. I know way too many people who spend their lives avoiding being alone and dealing with their bullshit, basically, mm. right? And I think, yeah, sometimes what you find you ain't going to like and you might have to do a bit of work on that, but that's what you time is for. And I think it's really important. Extra bonus points if you are with someone who is going to allow you the freedom to go on that journey and, and be that, you know, and support you in that. Like, I'm not saying alone time always has to come when you're single. Like, don't get it twisted. But um, but if you are single and you're panicking and you think you're thinking there's some kind of um, countdown clock uh, in play here, there isn't. It's life. You're going to be living it for a while. Um, get comfortable with you. Just know thyself before you get into something. If you don't know yourself, someone's going to define you for you. And that's not what you want. And what are your words of wisdom this week? <laughs> Preach. Uh, my words of wisdom <clears throat> clear my throat. Uh, something from my uh, daily meditation book, mm -hmm. um, which is very poignant and resonated with me. And I would love to share with you all steps up to the mic to read the poetry so basically listen if you are afraid to take a chance take one anyway if you've done things that didn't work do something else if you have done nothing do something what you don't do can create the same regrets as the mistakes you make in the long run either you must happen to life or it will never happen for you well, God damn. Well, what explanation and what breaking down of that does that need that didn't really clearly lay shit out? I am learning and understanding, like, you know, you're going to be about it or you're going to do it. You're going to think it or you're going to create it. Like, not everything is a mistake. There's a teachable moment in everything you do. Like, real talk, as the thing said, like, you could just lament on these things or you could actually try and fucking change them. Um, and I think it's all a part of moving away from being a talker and a planner to a creator and a doer. Those steps are not easy. You know, that shit doesn't happen overnight. But personally, it's instilling in me that like Lamara, like, I see all these scribbles you got on a piece of paper do something about them. Mm. All the things that you, you want to actualize, do it, you know? So just holding myself uh, personally, uh, personally, sorry, accountable to that and also sh spreading that vibe. Like we started talking with the good shit about people who were on the path and who were like, moving towards thriving or just doing good shit like yo remember where you were a year ago like so I'm saying to myself like Lamar imagine yourself at this day and in, in a year in the future what do you actually have, want to have achieved and ticked off on that list um so those would be my words of wisdom to live by I love that I think it's very good um yes right people so you can contact us because we are just all over the internet right now um you got the thing on luck so 
Twitter, at No BS Guide to Life. Um, website, www.nobsguidetolife.com. Email us, nobsguidetolife at gmail.com. Crap. Is that everything? We got everything, right? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's it. Personally, you can chat to me uh-huh. um, on the Twitter, them, at lemol underscore p. Hit me up. I'm nice and friendly. Bangs, where can the people find you out? You can find me on all the social media channels at Bangs and a Bun. Where can they slide in your DMs? At Bangs and a Bun. Please do so politely. Please be over six foot two. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Joking. Not really joking. Um, serious, not serious. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, thanks, guys. And do, yeah, just keep talking to us. Let us know um, what you want us to talk about. And please subscribe to us on iTunes and rate and review us so we can climb up those charts and all that. That would yes. be appreciated. Um, so that's it. We're going to be back next week with a fresh ep. Awesome. Blap. Hold Till time. that time. Later. Have a good one. Later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.